E-Society! What's up? It's the Zisu back again. This time it's just me here to talk a little NBA. Things are going crazy in the NBA these days. Uh, we're in the middle of the season. It's almost All-Star break between the uh, announcement of the All-Star, the reserves, uh, trade rumors. There's so much going on. And of course, I got to talk about my beloved Golden State Warriors and how they're doing. So I thought I'd do just a little mini anchor here to check in with the state of all things NBA. Uh, I guess I might as well start with the Warriors because that's, you know, my main focus is what I usually cover on the main pod. Uh, Everything's been going great uh, since the start of the year. uh, We had that game against the Rockets where we lost by one in overtime. And since then... Uh, They hadn't lost. They won 11 in a row and were just rolling. They got Cousins back, which I really thought brought some life back to the team, a reason to play. Uh, Sadly, though, just last night, uh, the streak was lost. Cousins' first game in Oakland. Uh, We took the loss there to the 76ers. Uh, It was too bad, too, because the Warriors were definitely in control of the game for most of the game. It's only the second time this season that they had been leading by double digits at a point in the game and then went on to lose. So Uh, it was one of the rare cases, too. The Warriors usually put teams away in the third. And uh, this time, not only did they not put the Sixers away, that's when they let the game become close and then let it slip away from them. And uh, by the time the Warriors were in the fourth, they were were trailing by 10. And every time they'd kind of chip... At the league, the lead, the uh, Sixers had an answer, so they had some big blocks. Uh, Simmons had a big game. Embiid didn't seem like he had a big game, but then you look at the stats at the end of the game, he had a 20-20. So, yeah, he did He did just fine. Butler didn't seem to do much for him either, but, you know, hey, uh, Sixers won 113-104, uh, and that was the last day of... January, so we only lost the two two games in January. The first game, the Rockets game, and then the last, the Sixers game. So uh, overall, you got to say, uh, good month of Warriors basketball. A lot of good habits picked up. They had been really just messing around, especially the first part of the season, the whole Katie Draymond drama, and then Steph was out for a while, and Clay was looking for a shot, and uh, you know the big Christmas Day uh, lost by twenty something to the Lakers. Speaking of, uh, that's the next game in line. Uh, big Saturday night game: uh, Warriors Lakers. LeBron's back, uh, so that should be a good one. I don't know if Clay is going to be back. He actually missed the 76ers game. Uh, he had actually just been named to the reserve All-Stars, which I'll get into here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Especially with the... Uh, we we did play, if I'm remembering right, we did play the Lakers again in January. Yeah, we did. Uh, but that was with no LeBron there, and we pretty much... Rolled over them. That was a 130-111 game. That was in L.A. Uh, Clay hit 10 threes that game. He actually went 10 for his first 10. Missed his final attempt. So, 
uh, had a classic crush them third two. They had a 45 to 25 run that put the game away for good. Uh, so we'll see what happens this time, especially uh, uh, Rondo's back too, I think, but he may have gotten hurt again. We'll see. But uh, either way, this should be interesting. Also, you, it's it's one of those, it's the day before the Super Bowl, so you just know, like, it feels like the sports world is going to be watching that game. So I feel like both sides are really going to want to sh- show up. So it uh, should be a good game, but uh, if the Warriors really do show up, then it shouldn't be close, and they should be win by 20. I mean, they just should with that the level of talent they have, but we'll see. Uh, should be an entertaining game, so... Uh, what should we move on to next as far as NBA? I guess talk about, uh, the reserves. Oh, well, actually just, uh, the all-star selections just in general. Uh, I don't think we've recorded, uh, at least about NBA since, since they announced the all-star starters. And then a week later, they just named the reserves yesterday. So, kind of, there we go. The starters for the West, uh, we got Harden, his seventh time, Steph, his sixth time, KD, his tenth time, LeBron, his fifteenth time, and he's the captain, uh, one of the captains, uh, and then Paul George, his sixth time. And then from the East crop, we got Kyrie, his sixth time. Kemba, his third time. That was uh, probably the, the biggest surprise, I guess. Maybe not. He's been having a great year, but still. Uh, a surprise to see him in the starters. Uh, Kawhi, only his third time, surprisingly. Uh, Giannis, his third time, and he's the captain. Uh, one of the captains, and then Joel Embiid, his second time. And uh, so, yeah, Giannis got the most votes of the East selection and LeBron the most of the West selections, so they get to be captains. Uh, this is the second year they're doing this like whole thing. Last year it was LeBron and Steph uh, when LeBron was still on the Cavs and representing the East. So, yeah, this time they're doing a little different. Supposedly they're going to air it on TV, which is cool, but I'm still a little unclear how they're going to do that, especially because I think both of them are scheduled. I know at least LeBron has a game scheduled that night, so I'd, it'd be surprising to see him do it. I mean, maybe they could just do it earlier in the day and then air it then, but I, I'd still be interesting to see how they're going to do that. But... Uh, and then as far as the reserves, uh, the West reserves, uh, Anthony Davis, who I'll be talking about him here in a minute, his whole uh, trade request. Anthony Davis, his sixth time. Russell Westbrook, his eighth time. Uh, Nikola Jokic, his first time. Clay Thompson, representing the Warriors, his fifth time. Carl Anthony Towns, his second time. LaMarcus Aldridge, his seventh time. And Damian Lillard, his fourth time. Uh, out of that group, I'd say Aldridge, I get it. This is his seventh time. And, you know, I guess, you, you know, the coaches who voted for this, they wanted a spur on there. But uh, there's definitely some all-star snubs that felt worthy uh the Jazz guys, Mitchell, especially Gobert, 
could have been in there over Aldridge. Uh, but I think that's it. They, you know, the Spurs have had such excellence over time. They wanted to to reward them. So, you know, it makes sense. And then for the East, their reserves, Bradley Beal, his second time. Blake Griffin, his sixth time. Kyle Lowry, his fifth. Uh, Chris Middleton, his first. Uh, that's interesting because... You know, the Bucks are on top of the East, so I'm, I'm sure that's why they wanted to reward them with that. Uh, Victor Oladipo, his second. Uh, sadly, uh, just in the last week, he had a season-ending injury, so he won't be able to play. And then just today, they announced uh, the reserve injury for him would be D'Angelo Russell, which I was already surprised he didn't make it, so that's cool that he got in. And maybe that's why they, they, they wanted to honor uh, Vic, Vic was definitely worthy, but then they knew they could still get in uh, D'Angelo Russell after that. Um, rounding out uh, Ben Simmons, his first time All-Star, and Nikola Vucevic, representing the Magic, his first time. Um, I know he's had kind of a breakout season, but oddly enough, I know he's rumored to possibly be moved in the next week here before the trade deadline. Uh, which, I don't know, it's rumored, but if I'm the Magic, uh, they do have a shot at making the playoffs, and, like, I've, I've, you know, I listen to a lot of NBA pods, a lot of NBA talk, NBA shows, and they talk about him being on the move, but I've listened to some, and it's like, why would you, like, what, what, you know, could you possibly get back, like, why are you continuing to build for the future, it's been since Dwight Howard was there, that, that Orlando's been to the playoffs, so... Um, I think they'd be happy if they could uh, squeeze in to an eight seed. Even if they get swept out, uh, it'd probably be exciting just for Orlando to make the playoffs. So, uh, anyways, yeah, that's the all-star game, the reserves, the starters. It'll be interesting to see how they pull off that draft. Like I said, I'll be interested to see how they do that. That's coming up this next Thursday. They're doing that. So while they're airing it on TNT, so, uh, but yeah, let's get into a little bit of trade talk, uh, one big one went down just yesterday, uh, out of nowhere, the Knicks dealt Chris Tapps Porzingis, pretty much their only guy to the Mavericks, uh, they sent Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, Wes Matthews, yeah, uh, super surprised. It really came out of nowhere, and um, everybody says what the Knicks are doing is basically clearing cap space, so they have the ability to sign two big free agents, and everybody thinks that could actually be uh, Durant and Kyrie Irving, maybe even Durant and Clay. How crazy would that be for the Warriors, two Warriors to all of a sudden become Knicks? I don't see it. Um, I'd be highly surprised if Clay left. I know he wants to stay there. I know he does want a max deal. That could be the only thing that could hold it up, but I, I am almost positive. Clay's going to be at Durant's the one that's a little less sure. I know even Vegas odds, though, have the best odds of him staying as a warrior. I hope he does. Uh, I won't be mad if he leaves. That's uh, maybe something I can get into next, this whole idea about player loyalty and if they, you know, Oh, their cities and teams, anything, because that's a lot what's going, all this talk at the trade deadline, and um, uh, might as well stay with Porzingis. Uh, the idea was that even with the idea that Durant could come, Kyrie could come, Porzingis 
like wasn't committed to them so they just wanted to get out from under him I don't know I I don't know if I mean I get it you want to if you have the ability to sign a Durant and a Kyrie you want to do that and they have the possibility to now tank out and uh, like they'll have like a 14% chance or something to get uh, Zion Williamson so I know already the New York newspaper had uh, like uh, the you know Knicks are dreaming of uh, the KD Kyrie Zion combo next year and Man, just if that did happen, like, you'd have to imagine they become uh, favorites out east, at least, even over anything the Celtics have, the Sixers have, Raptors have. Uh, Raptors may even kind of fall apart, too, if Kawhi decides to leave. But uh, Anyways, the Mavericks now have the combo of Luka Doncic, who's going to be the Rookie of the Year this year, and... Porzingis, now they have that to build on as their future. Uh, this is probably going to be uh, Dirk's last year, so I don't know if they'll ever play together because just before getting on this uh, recording, I was looking at the NBA news and uh, uh, Cuban, the Mavs owner, says that Porzingis likely won't play this season, so... Maybe even the Mavs are thinking the same thing that, you know, they sent away Dennis Smith Jr. They sent away DeAndre Jordan. So right now, I think uh, I could just look at the the stats here and, and see. But I think they're on the outside looking in as far as the playoffs go. Yeah, they are. They're 23 and 28 right now. The 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th seed out west. So they could actually fall even farther. And then maybe even they have uh, a chance at, if not Zion, one of the other Duke guys, Cam Reddish or uh, RJ Barrett. I know, uh, relatively speaking, compared to other drafts, I've heard a lot of talk that this is actually a weaker draft. It's top heavy, but then it falls off fast. As far as if you were even to get like the sixth, seventh, eighth pick, uh, not much there this year. So I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, interesting for both sides. Uh, New York's obviously trying to take a big swing here, and they could completely strike out. No Kyrie, no KD, no Zion, no nothing, and you gave away Porzingis, and then what do you got? It's like, oh, my goodness. So they're dreaming big, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of Kyrie, uh, that's another big kind of like what'll happen now at the start of the season he speaking to some fans was like uh i I want to resign here if you guys will have me and then out of nowhere today amongst all this you know trade talk he's like uh, i don't know i don't owe anybody anything and talk to me on july 1st so wow (laughs) Uh, and he did that whole commercial too where it was like uh, he wants his jersey hanging in the rafter he's playing his dad in the garden how amazing is this man like what happened (laughs) i don't know maybe i don't know though that's the thing i wanted to get into talking about uh, team loyalty maybe he's not feeling it from the team and uh, i know especially when durant left the warriors i know that upset a lot of people i couldn't have been more excited i've always loved durant's game and i never thought ever it could truly happen so when that uh, july 4th came and it did i 
felt unreal. My whole phone, you know, blowing up with the notifications from everybody, you know, that Durant had joined the Warriors. This is real. It's incredible. But, you know, just talking about loyalty and loyalty to a team. And I don't know. I I fall on the side of, (laughs) you know, players got to look out for themselves. Like teams aren't loyal. Like, you know, the, the easy one to go to, the one that everybody talks about is Isaiah Thomas. Uh, with the Celtics, he had he had an, NBA, an MVP season for them. He went hard. He played hurt during the playoffs. Probably hurt himself more, and then they just shipped him out of town. And you know, his career's never been the same since. They traded him for Kyrie. Uh, so the Cavs that didn't work out there. He just basically was dropped for nothing to the Lakers, and they didn't re-sign him. And now he's. Uh, He's on the Nuggets now, and uh, they might be, you know, players and trade talks as far as Anthony Davis, which I'm about to get to. But uh, just talking about player loyalty, man, I, you got to – teams aren't loyal, so I, I just believe, you know, why would players be like, uh, you know, I love I love the guys on the team, but, you know <laughs> – I, I, you know, any minute, any, you know, the team could decide, you know, trade Draymond, trade Clay. I remember even before we won that championship, they were thinking about trading Clay for uh, Kevin Love. And man, it makes you wonder, like, what happens then? Like, how, how does everything play out? You know, Love's a great player, but, you know, Splash Brothers is something special. So, and, uh, you know, so it's hard to say, but anyways, uh, more trade talk. Speaking of the biggest thing, the kind of one that, that set this whole thing off was uh, Anthony Davis uh, and his trade requests to the Pelicans. That kind of people are wondering if that kind of like set off the dominoes for everything that we're kind of talking about here from Kyrie to what happened with Porzingis and everything like that. The Celtics, the Knicks, the Lakers, everything. Uh, AD uh, Anthony Davis is a client of Clutch Sports that's uh, uh, LeBron James his like agent company like he's not allowed to run it he has his friends run it uh, but you know everybody knows that's LeBron's agency so everybody's like oh uh, AD to the Lakers and then everybody's like the Lakers like have to try to make this trade right now, and basically they need to throw everything at the Pelicans. They need to give up Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, a uh, couple other guys, maybe uh, Caldwell Pope, and then even draft picks too. You got to go all in and get this because if you wait till the summer, then the Celtics can throw picks at you and Jason Tatum, which may be the best player available in all of this as far as trade talk but then you know all this stuff with Kyrie comes out and then it's like oh well would he even want to stay there because you trade him he'll only be under contract for the rest of this season and next season so and everybody's saying like Kawhi even though the Raptors you know are near the top of the east uh, and should be a contender to go to the finals this year everybody's saying he's out he's you know probably most likely going to go to the Clippers Um, but we'll see I don't know maybe a finals trip could change his mind and 
I don't know. It's impossible to read Kawhi, but uh, anyways, yeah. I mean, the NBA's just been blowing up with uh, all kinds of interesting news. Uh, I huge fan of the league. I have the I have games on every night, uh, even if it's not the Warriors uh, right now. There's a Knicks-Celtics game on uh, ESPN. I've been flipping back and forth between that and game time on uh, NBA TV. Let's see where we're at, just so I can give you an idea where you hear this. Uh, Fourth quarter, five minutes to go. Boston's up 104-85 over the Knicks. Uh, And yeah, interestingly, not surprisingly, uh, the crowd was chanting at one point, we want Kyrie. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised to see that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's between uh, the games just I watch. Uh, I love to watch uh, the starters on NBA TV. I followed them since they had the podcast, the Basketball Jones. Uh, love that podcast. They do drops on Tuesday and Friday under their starter feeds. It's just podcasts only. Otherwise, they do the TV show. Uh, on NBA TV, it's it's just they keep it fun. I really enjoy those guys' takes on things. And then the uh, Ringer, the NBA show, and they have uh, shows like Monday, uh, Tuesdays, uh, my favorite, the Mismatch, uh, and then they have a couple other uh, group chat, uh, Corner Three. So they have like three or four pod different pods just on the one Ringer NBA feed. So. That's one of my favorite go-tos, that, and then the starters are usually my two go-to NBA, and then TV shows, the starters, and uh, the jump, ESPN, so, yeah, I love this stuff, can't get enough of it, uh, obviously the words are my priority, but uh, I love the league as a whole, and uh, just keeping up with all the news and all the teams, and uh, this is an exciting time of year with uh, both the trades and the uh, all-star break coming up and imminent. And it's so funny because we're just, uh, you know, two days out from the Super Bowl now. And, like, all the talk is all this NBA stuff the, from Kyrie to Anthony Davis to Porzingis. So <laughs> it's, it's incredible how they're kind of able to s- steal the sports spotlight. But, uh Anyways, uh, went about 20 minutes here. We're just trying something here, trying to see how Anchor works. Uh, the Nez recorded a uh, Brandon Lee uh, kind of tribute pod this morning, talking about The Crow, some of his other movies. So definitely recommend checking that if you haven't checked that out. Uh, we got a pod in the work. Let me check out the notes for you, see what we got on tap. Uh, talking some TV, I Am The Night, Kingdom, Kimmy Schmidt, Drug Lords, Broad City, the other two, uh, my little weekly mass Singer update, uh, movies, The Favorite, uh, Kid Who Would Be King, Stars Born, Once Upon a Deadpool, Roma, White Boy Rick, and Green Book, and then uh, Nez is going to get into the WWE Royal Rumble, so got a lot to look forward to all that and a bunch of uh side pods i know uh i've teased some of those before uh into the dragon uh uh nez i want to do this uh quiz of uh questions from the hq he missed that so uh the m night Shyamalan rankings of his movies i want to do uh fast and furious rankings uh, as inspired by uh they did a rewatchables on the ringer recently on uh, Fast and the Furious, and uh, I've noticed Fast and the Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious are on uh, Netflix, so I had those on recently. It's 
fun revisiting those. So I thought it'd be fun to rank those with Nez. But uh, anyways, you have all that to look forward to and more. And uh, maybe I'll uh, try to make this NBA check-in more of a regular thing. Uh, Hope you all enjoy it. And uh, hope you're having a fun time this NBA season. And uh, thanks. And we'll see you soon, East Society. Have a good one.